Hi there, this is Nathan, bringing you Shepherd Stories at Sea. Today is day nine, and it's a very special day. I'll come back to you with that uh, at the end of this session. But first, some of uh, the basic uh, facts that I always share. Uh, the water temperature has risen again until 23.3 degrees Celsius. It's gets better and better uh, those ocean showers that I have every day uh, we're doing about 5.6 knots which is not too fast not too slow uh, it seems like the wind has calmed down a bit and it might have to do with the fact that uh, in the backdrop I there's thunder going on and it's now what time is it Nathan it's now uh, five past three in the morning running my loving uh, way, uh, night shift again um, and uh, I want to share a couple of topics today and uh, I try something new again uh, you may not like it or like it I don't know what to think of it uh, I just finished it uh, like what, what are we doing now this is one and a half minute well let's say three minutes ago and before I started this uh, podcast. So you're the first audience that will actually learn about it. But uh, the topics of today are boat design, a love story of two, and friends. Uh, starting with boat design. Uh, now that I'm living on this uh, catamaran for the past nine days at least, uh, and quite intensely because there's no other place to go and you get to know the boat quite well and there are just a couple of things that are are missing or incomplete and it seems like the boat is actually perfect really it is it has all the functionalities and all the uh, necessary luxuries but the essentials that one needs when crossing the ocean but it seems like there were the design is just I don't know uh, we're uh, rushing their final part uh, which is still quite critical uh, two I just want to highlight one is um, a cup holder it is missing a cup holder at the steering wheel or at the the captain's wheel so you have to imagine you're sitting in a car or you're sitting in a plane or wherever and during those long trips you do want to have uh, you do want to hydrate yourself um, so for that you need some some I don't know tea or coffee well for the night shift it's for me always water and in my filter bottle and at uh, the half of the night uh, watch, so after one and a half hour, I'll get one uh, cup of coffee. There's no place where I can actually put my cup. And it's strange that it seems like they did not think of it. Because now the only solution is that I put it on the, on the couch next to me. But then again, the waves are... Uh, going against uh, the, the boat the boat is constantly moving 
so there's no way that, that the cup can just uh, stay at a fixed location uh, during these rocky times or wavy times the other thing is the door handles it's beautifully designed but it just it, it, they have not thought about uh, the fact that we are on a boat that is constantly moving so you have to imagine that these door handles all have sharp edges so the moment you you lose your balance and it happens quite often on this boat um, not as often on uh, monohull because uh, uh, a catamaran uh, is much more stable than a monohull but still you move you lose your balance and then there is this uh, uh, this pain that you suddenly feel at your hip level uh, and this bruise that you see the next day because you bumped into another door handle uh, with a sharp edge I don't know what they were thinking um, and it's probably one of these classic design mistakes when not engaging with the user uh, but just uh, being a designer in a, in a silo box um, because one, the cup holder is missing well, every user will remark that as a bare essential and then even though design is nice it's about living on board and preventing yourself from getting any bruises so for that the door handle needs to be changed then uh, friends uh, during my night watch I was reflecting on the friends that I have and, and I'm blessed with the, 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 the friends that I have they're loving they're caring and yeah it's uh, it's something that I that gives me energy and then that I that I uh, very much also want to provide value to but then I was thinking okay what's the definition of friends and I was actually looking it up besides the fact that I have my own definition so when looking, when looking it up in a dictionary Friends is defined as a person you know well and regard with affection and trust, or a person with whom you are acquainted, uh, an associate who provides cooperation or assistance. Well, I'll stick to the first one. You know well with regard. Uh, you know well and regard with affection and trust. Some friends I do not know as well as those that I still know since elementary school or since high school but then again um, when do you know someone well and when do you just have this emotional bond that just makes it a good friend I was thinking about what is a good friend and you can almost like you can almost set the criteria of okay who of my friends will I invite to the wedding to a, my wedding uh, once I have found the love of my life um, and the other way around who will invite me to their wedding and then that's one level and the next level would be who of these would actually invite you to their bachelor party um, because I have the feeling that that's even a more closer circle but then again 
What if somebody does not marry? What if someone doesn't organize a wedding? Well, could you then still uh, say or determine whether the friendship is equal? And I sometimes cope with that. I very much enjoy celebrating things in life, uh, celebrating my 10,000 days of life or whatever reason. But then there are some friends that don't celebrate their birthdays or any other milestones. Even though they are still close friends, it's something that you cannot... You cannot really enjoy, no, not necessarily enjoy, but at least experience in the same way. And I don't think I can then base it, our friendship on those moments but it does make me think and it very much made me think because I was actually writing down all the names that came to mind uh, that I would regard as friends and um, then I quickly came to the conclusion that if I would see one friend per day then at least half of my year every day I would be it would be filled with seeing a person that I hold uh, dear to me, close to me. Um, so it's plus 100, but I also believe that eventual friends can also be counted more or less on one hand or maybe on two. So I don't know how to go about it and I wonder how you go about it during your run, during your the, uh, the fact that you're cooking now or cycling um, or just working how what would you regard as friends what's your definition and also uh, in case you come to the conclusion some are less of a friend what do you do then I wonder because I I do want to learn from from others in that area well then um the final topic which is a love story um, it's a love story that I came up with today when I was uh, looking at the ocean uh, and it's a bit silly but I'll just read it and afterwards I will end this podcast so let me see I am before I start reading it there's actually a milestone today at midnight we were halfway of the crossing. Isn't that great? It's, 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 you cannot imagine how much I also look forward to just touch the ground again. Like it's wonderful to be at sea, but there's not much that you can actually see other than sometimes a flying fish, sometimes a bird, and the forever uh, becoming greater moon. Um, and it's beautiful but at the same time I also look forward to just touching the ground again and standing still for a second instead of always being in constant move and in constant trying to rebalance myself anyways are you ready for a love story uh, <laughs> it is called let me see it is called wave loving wave once upon a time, there were two creatures that felt lost at sea. Ever since they existed, they weren't fulfilled. 
Every day, they were doing the same task, in the same environment, with the same approach. They believed there was more. There must be some kind of purpose. But when looking around, they were just the same as all others. Until one day, one met the other. There it was. Dauntlessly overwhelming, but tranquil. A multitude of one. One that could knock me down, whilst raise me to higher levels. I like it. Who was she? The sunset's reflection made her sparkle even more. She has all the same ingredients as we all have, but there was something unique. She must be it. The blue outfit matched perfectly with that of mine. She approaches me. I respond by approaching her. We were gold-driven. Nothing could stop us. It was the right moment, the right place, the right time. The tension built up. Then there was the moment, for which it seems we were made. We met, we clashed. But not the clash you see in Hollywood movies. This clash felt good. More than good. It was a complete outburst that meant all the particles within trill forever change. The taste of her, similar to the desire that one has after tasting something salty. I wanted more. It continued. Like a ripple effect, until it was no longer. We both knew this could only be temporarily lasting. There won't be a next time, even though they may connect with many others. It will never be the same, even though they could travel to the outskirts or to the exact same coordinates they will never find. They know, but do not mind. They will carry some of each other with them. Ever since then, they are fulfilled, they are complete, they are finished. They wave each other farewell. Don't become boring, keep exploring.